Welcome to Working Gratitude, Real People, Real Gratitude at Work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Affirmation Officer at Odenata Coaching and Consulting. Working Gratitude was created to stimulate dialogue and conversation about the usefulness of gratitude in the workplace. These brief interviews with successful professionals from a variety of workplace environments will encourage and inspire you and give you food for thought about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Hello and welcome to Working Gratitude. My guest today is April Kelly. Wow, April is an author, artist, executive, speaker, entrepreneur, and more. She is dedicated to helping companies and individuals achieve dreams, improve lives, and enhance their communities. April was working for PayPal before they were PayPal, laying the foundation and building the company from the ground up. Her next role as a senior director of customer operations at LinkedIn would place her in the center of another dot-com revolution, social marketing. She started, staffed, and unlocked the door to the Customer Service Center for LinkedIn in Omaha in late 2006. Today, the office supports well over 41 million LinkedIn users worldwide. April practices what she preaches in her book, Gratitude at Work. Take a lesson in saying thank you from her and find out how much you are able to accomplish. April, thank you so much for joining me today on Working Gratitude. I know we're going to have a great conversation. Oh, Darren, thank you so much for having me. And uh, every time you know we talk about gratitude, I get very excited because um, the possibilities are endless. So I'm so excited to visit with you and your audience today. Well, I knew you would be a great fit for this once I found your book and once I found your group on LinkedIn. So I'll do a shout out to both of those now. But I want to give our listeners a, a broader perspective than the bio that I read of what you're up to in your work currently. Oh, thank you. I've had the blessing of being a part of two dynamic startups, and I live in the middle of the country, which don't really fit. You would think I'd be on at least one of the coasts and probably the west coast of the United States. But once you have done a startup, I think it gets in your blood and you get very excited about what you're able to do. And I am currently working for a new startup called Vitru. We hope to launch within the next four to six weeks so when I say that we are cutting edge, uh, we absolutely are, and uh, we are in the midst of putting all the pieces together, but the true marries the best aspects of social media with recruiting and job placement and career pathing, and it puts it all into an individual's hands. And what I mean by this, Darren, is wouldn't it be nice if you were sitting somewhere and you thought, wow, I've been doing this job for the last five years, love the job, but I think I'm ready to move on. Wouldn't it be nice to have some sort of resource where you could go and find out what are really your values? What makes you a good fit for where you're working right now? Well, Vitru will be able to provide you with that kind of data and even more compelling is we will work with businesses diligently to help them understand these are the kind of values you're exhibiting. And it's uh, based on industrial psychology, so there, there is a, a true science behind what we'll be providing. But it answers that question for anyone who's ever hired a person. You know that gut feeling you get when you just know it's a good fit? 
we're going to help you expand on what does that mean. And we'll, we'll provide you the analytics that says, ABC company, here are your core values. These are the things that you embody. It's not what you're saying. It's based on assessments that your employees take. And this is what makes a good employee at ABC company. And I think it will fill that gap that so many people are feeling. And I'm very, very excited. You know, coming off of a startup like LinkedIn, uh, this is like candy for me, and I'm just so grateful to have another opportunity. <laughs> well, it, it sounds so exciting, and it's 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 a trend that I'm seeing certainly in this work around gratitude in the workplace and working gratitude that values-based decision-making and following that um, intuitive gut based on solid core values that are transparent and articulate are really becoming um, very much revered and respected in the workplace for everything from recruitment and retention, but also to the bottom line. So very exciting. I'll look forward to hearing more about Vitruth. Um, well, let's talk about your gratitude for work, and you've already expressed a little bit of that. And I'll, I'll lead into this conversation with a quote from your book and ask you what you're grateful for at work today. But you say that gratitude is a positive emotion and becomes a social force that can bring about a sense of community and cohesion. There's so many things in your book that I love, but that's one of them. So what are you grateful for at work today? Uh, you know, and I never thought 10 years ago I would be saying this, Darren. I am so grateful that the workplace is more open and more flexible. And what I mean by that is it is certainly nine to five is generally when people, most people are working. But the ability to collaborate from afar through, just like we are right now, through webinars and Skype and other wonderful tools really allows you infinite possibilities in the workplace, and I am eternally grateful for that because I, I get to work and with the very best and brightest, and I never would have thought technology would marry it to this level, and, and I am very grateful for that. I, too, am amazed at the connectedness. You know, finding you and getting to know you via technology is something that yeah, I just wouldn't have had at my fingertips, you know, even for me, three to five years ago, it just wasn't a workplace or a setting that I was as focused on for the work that I was doing at the time in fundraising, and uh, it was very much more high-touch. But what I found is just like you and I reaching out to each other, you can get high-touch from the technology if you take it to the next step. So it's it's thrilling to hear your enthusiasm for your work and keeping the conversation active in the workplace. Well, because you've been involved with so many organizations that have to have faced tons of challenges, the next question is a natural for you. Where is the space for when you face a challenge, and, and can you give us an example perhaps of when you faced a challenge that you can now look at with a lens of gratitude? Maybe not when it was happening, but now that you've gotten to the other side of it, you know how valuable it is, and you have an expression of gratitude for it? <laughs> uh, I do, and I'm laughing because uh, it, this example I'm going to provide you is was a very early event in my life. And at the time, I didn't really know what I was prepping for, but I played volleyball in college uh, for the University of Wyoming. 
And in the summers, we would work at the camp um, at the college, and campers would come in, and every year, like clockwork, I always asked for the least talented group of campers in camp. And it was just, you know, it was the standing joke. April always wanted the least talented because everybody else was fighting over different levels of talent. And I, that's not what I was looking for. I was looking for the girls that came to camp that were the least talented, low expectations, weren't sure why they were there. And at the time, I just knew we would have the most fun. I would have the greatest game with this group and we would surpass everybody's expectations because we were starting out really at ground zero with most people. And I never missed. And we had just phenomenal success. And at the end of the camp, we'd always have a tournament. And my teams were kind of the dark horse. We'd always start winning games and people would be surprised. And my team had great camaraderie and fun and they would celebrate together. And it wasn't about individual contributions. It was about the team. And at the time, I didn't really understand how this would affect me in my adult life. I just knew this is what I needed to be doing. And as an adult, I understand it really taught me more about the true meaning of team and focusing on contributions of everybody, whether you're in a corporate setting or on a sports court. It works in both areas. And uh, I am really grateful for that uh, experience and would do it all over again if my body would make it. <laughs> well, it sounds like you kind of are doing it all over again. It's like go with a startup that you you just don't know. Let's face it, not every startup turns into LinkedIn. You're taking teams of people and particularly in your roles in these organizations, you're, you're bringing together teams that may be even some misfits. You know, sometimes technology people or innovative people don't always fit in other molds, and it sounds like you're, you're using that summer camp uh, mentality to create some amazing successes. Yeah, so I remember uh, when we started PayPal here, the call center in Omaha, the, the whole notion of online payments and moving decimal points online, it just blew everybody's mind. You know, they, they, they knew it, they saw it, but they really did not believe that I was being truthful. You know, right. Here, 10, 15 years later, every, you know, it's no big deal. It, it's yesterday's news at best. So you're absolutely right. right. Well, I'm, I'm excited about your, your new venture as well, so uh, we will watch for that. Well, as people find the success that you have and as you've helped create the success for others that you have, I'm sure you have the experience of knowing that people want to give back and they want to express gratitude in other ways. And you're very poignant in the book about gratitude is more than just a thank you note and um, gratitude is about... And you also, I'll, I'll take a quick aside there and just point out something that I really love that you said about, you know, enough of this gratitude, I've reached my limit. And you say, gratitude's a guide, a tool to help build positive relationships and a feeling of goodwill toward others. Well, to me, that's what philanthropy is. And philanthropy is not just the big gifts from certain individuals, in fact, that you may be well acquainted with there in Omaha, or the big headliner gifts, the Uber gifts, but it's personal philanthropy. So I find in these conversations that, that people like you who have had successes in their professional lives 
want in some way to give back. What is a way that you express gratitude by getting involved and invested in your community? Boy, that's a great question, Darren, and uh, timely, uh, being that we're coming off of the heels of Martin Luther King holiday. Uh-huh. Uh, I know for, for a lot of people, it's not a day off, it's a day on. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a day on for myself and my husband. And we are, we've become regular uh, donators, if you will, to a, a mission here in Omaha that serves the homeless. They, they have anywhere from five to 900 people sleeping there overnight. And we were there yesterday doing jobs that nobody else wants to do, sorting clothes, putting together health kits, um, finding blankets, making sure we've got coats. We've been there to serve meals. It's not, and I hope this doesn't come off um, negative because it's not meant to be a negative, but we do things that aren't necessarily sexy or get a lot of attention but are so critical. And to see these people that come in and they are just so grateful for a hot meal somewhere where they can warm their toes, get a hot cup of coffee, and their gratitude and their faith, it's humbling to me. And I feel that they are such a gift to me and my ability to serve them. Um, it, it surpasses anything that money could do. And we were there often. We were there for Thanksgiving. We were there for Christmas. Um, and it's just, I, we always look forward to spending time at the mission, and it's just a labor of love. And uh, would really encourage, if people are out there listening to this and they might be feeling a little down, maybe they've got the winter blues, boy, go find somewhere to volunteer, a soup kitchen or somewhere where they need help sorting canned goods or clothing. It, it, it will take those blues away and nothing flat. So. Um, that's one of the ways that individually I contribute outside of the corporate landscape and outside anything work-related. Well, I think that is a great testament to exactly the kinds of things that I hear consistently, frequently in the level of success that you've achieved and some of the others that I've interviewed and many of the others that I've interviewed. You have the capacity and or your, your company environment has a dedication to what we would call corporate philanthropy, but but there's still that, that yearning to get involved in your own community right where you are, or maybe around the world, but wherever it is, it provides such an outlet, an outward expression of this thing that we find at work, and when we find the gratitude at work, it makes it so much easier for us to carry it over into the lives of others, and I hear that so sincerely in what you're saying about your work there. I like to give a shout out to those um, organizations that my my guests uh, talk about. Do you have a website for that mission that you work with? Uh, it is the Open Door Mission in Omaha, and okay. um, I'll give you their URL because there's uh, there's believe it or not there's what, more than one Open Door Mission in the United States, and sometimes <laughs> they get confused. But this one is um, www.opendoormission.org. Great. They do wonderful work there. Can't say enough good things about the organization. Well, I know they'll appreciate this shout-out, and I put a link to uh, that on my website so that other folks can 
either find something like it in their own community or just be inspired by the work that they see there in Omaha. So I really thank you for sharing your perspective today of working gratitude and personal philanthropy, and I know that we can look forward to additional great conversations. So thank you again, April. And by the way, what's the best website for um, listeners to learn more about you and about your books? The best website is www dot woohoo just like it sounds w-o-o-h-o-o press dot com and my books are on there my bios on there um, my interviews articles um, anything that I've been working on will be on there and we try to keep that as current as possible so um, this has been fabulous Darren it's a gift to me to be able to talk about this and really love and support the work that you do Thank you so much, April. And to our listeners, I thank you for listening to all of the variety of perspectives that we have been able to enjoy with our guests on Work and Gratitude, from corporate executives like April to artists and entertainers to authors and speakers. We know that when people find gratitude in the workplace, it overflows into other parts of their lives. And we hope that you will be inspired and continue to be inspired by Working Gratitude. Thank you for listening. I'm Darren Hollingsworth, and please listen again to Working Gratitude. Darren Hollingsworth has had a successful career as a financial advisor, a senior fundraising professional, and a nonprofit executive. Now, as a business success and philanthropy coach, Darren is passionate about helping successful professionals realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps individuals find their passion, inspiration, and motivation through work based on gratitude, accountability, and encouragement. To hear more Working Gratitude and for more information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Coaching. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.